Welcome to the Hidden Wise 30-minute power segment. I am passionate about creating a lifestyle that minimizes suffering and regret. The purpose of life is not simply to survive, but to thrive, and I believe we do that by creating a life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Each week, I'll be delivering a 30-minute conversation with a guest expert on a topic that they are knowledgeable and passionate about, with the purpose to inspire and educate us all. I don't have all the answers. I'm simply trying to figure life out. And through greater awareness and understanding, I can put into practice what I learn to further my life's progression. I can't give you your life's map. I can't show you the way, but I can assist you in discovering your why. I can help you define your life's compass to guide you purposefully to act on and pursue your life's desires. And from there, watch happiness ensue. My guests are the experts. They are the people I learn from. They provide the inspiration, education, and methodology that we can all benefit from in better navigating the ultimate life. Without further ado, let the show begin. Hey gang, welcome to the Hidden White Podcast. This is episode 933, my interview with Elizabeth Tripp. And this is the topic of empowerment. So Elizabeth is a New York-based lifestyle design coach and spiritual teacher. She is the founder and owner of ElizabethTripp.com, a life coaching practice that guides established entrepreneurs, visionaries, and healers to be soulfully empowered and design lifestyles they love from the inside out. Guys, you're going to love this conversation with Elizabeth. Let me know what you think by jumping on to thehiddenwhy.com, episode 933. Talk soon. Hello, Elizabeth. Welcome to the Hidden Why podcast. Great to have you here. Hi, Lee. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk this evening. Now, it's great to have you here and lovely bit of scenery behind you there. I can see you sitting in your in your office, I suppose, with the, the greenery outside and um, nice to have a bit of nature around you at, at uh, these uncertain sort of times, isn't it? Ah, oh, it's amazing. You know, being a city girl for quite so many years and now moving into nature and really letting that surround me and nourish mm. me, oh, it's the best thing in the world. It's good to have that space, yeah, absolutely. So look, I um, the topic of conversation today is empowerment. Um, so what I want to do is focus on that with you and, and really get to the, the core of that and what it means to you. Um, and hopefully in, in doing so, sharing some insightful um, pieces of wisdom and maybe some practical takeaways for the audience as well. So um, what does this, would this word empowerment mean to you? Yeah, it's such a powerful word. And really to me, when I think of the word empowerment, I think of having this unshakable belief in yourself. And it's so big that no matter what somebody says or their opinion of you or the reaction to you, you have this confidence to really stand in yourself and can handle whatever life brings you. And you know, Lee, that's where I see being unstoppable. When you really have that unbelievable confidence that's when the great magic happens on your in your life and people really flock from all over the world just to feel how authentic you are so that's my personal definition of empowerment cool and where where has this come from this 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 passion for empowerment i mean is it is it from a uh, your personal past where perhaps um you haven't had that sense of empowerment and and self-belief that you sort of push yourself into this realm or is this something that you've always been quite 
um, strongly held with and, and been recognized for? Yeah, absolutely. It comes from my past. You know, growing up, I um, was a very gifted little girl. I had the ability to be able to feel and hear and see into so much. And so I would take on quite a bit of the feelings and uh, dramas and, you know, sort of interactions of my own family and friends. And I really lost myself in people's emotions. It was quite interesting. Interesting. So growing up, I always was so inside of everybody's feelings, what they were going through. And mm. I used to really define myself through their perception of me and their reaction to me, you know, that kind of chronic pleaser, you know, if I can just make them happy and make them feel better, then that means I'm enough, that I'm valuable. And Lee, that really played a number on me. It did a big number on my confidence first and foremost because people will get upset. People will start asking for bigger demands. People will start expecting things of you. And all of a sudden in my life, I felt like I didn't have any control over my life, mm. that I didn't have the ability to make my own choices without someone being upset with me or angry with me. And you know, to top that, I also had a ton of overwhelm and anxiety because I was carrying so much of everybody else's stuff. So it was only just five years ago that I really woke up to this pattern within me that I had no real power within myself. And it took a big two by four in my face. Ultimately, a person I had been in a very deep relationship with decided to walk out. And this catalyzed this whole conversation within myself. How do I live powerfully and on my terms when I had lived so long underneath what someone else wanted me to do, say, think, or be. And on this incredible journey, I went through an amazing, amazing process of awakening to my own power, my own spirituality, to my own self. And here I am now five years later, having quit my nine to five and started a business where I ultimately teach other people to be empowered in themselves. Mm, okay, so what was your background? What was your career? Yeah, prior to being a lifestyle design coach, I was a registered dietitian. I really coached people on how to eat and what to eat. And my passion around that really stemmed from my own struggles with my body, which definitely had to do with the fact that I didn't have strong boundaries and really that ability to stand powerfully in myself. And so most of my life was consumed by others and their needs and demands. And that led me to do a lot of overeating when I was through my younger years and into teenage uh, life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really had a struggle with my body and my body image. And I've come to realize it was definitely related to my feelings of being disempowered. And that's the major thing that's changed in my life today is that as I've empowered myself, my relationship with my body and food 
has been amazing and really brought back to balance. Well, again, it's bringing back that that control or self yeah. level of discipline. The um, it's interesting how your your journey um, has been propelled from some of the adversities and struggles, uh, such as you know your eating. I guess disorder, perhaps you might call it, but that's pushed you towards you know better eating and and dietary work and helping others in that sense. And then now this whole idea of helping people with um, their self confidence and belief and, and empowerment um, comes from that that different path as well. You said there was a bit of a a turning point there five years ago for you um, with a relationship ending. Was that the catalyst for you, or was there something else? No, that was absolutely the catalyst and like many people can agree, sometimes it takes just this one big thing in your life to happen. Hmm. And often it can be in that personal sector, those relationships kind of dissolving or ending. But certainly for me, it served as a big awakening because so much of my own stuff that I hadn't faced or had the um, courage to look into was now being sort of, you know, uh, forced upon me. I was by myself. I was, you know, having to make choices on my own. And I was realizing that was really scary for me. And it was completely shocking for my whole system because, like I said, most of my life, I was more concerned about what other people thought, what they wanted me to do, how I should live, what I should do. And when it came to this crossroads where no longer I could live in the safety of knowing that I had someone to support me or take care of me, that I had to do this on my own, it made me actually look deeper into myself and start to question my own paradigms around my power and my ability to design my own life. Mm. Yeah. And that's, um, that's what you're doing now with your own business and um, helping others do the same. Yeah, I absolutely am so excited to bring that offering to so many people because I know that inside of so many people's lives, they're sort of struggling with all this worry about the future, perhaps dwelling on the past. And when you're inside of that, your lifestyle that you're living can feel really frustrating. And it's almost though you don't want to be living in the life you're in. And I actually help people come out of that by getting to the source of why they're feeling that way and really helping them see the experiences that have shaped their perception of themselves and guide them out of that so that they can create a new way of seeing themselves and a new way of being powerful with themselves in their life. Yeah, when you talk about lifestyle design coaching, I mean, because what you're sort of explaining there, it sounds like you're very much a, almost a... Um, a counseling sort of service or, or an agent for, for someone to overcome um, some of the inner workings that is restricting them in living their life that they want to live perhaps. Um, is that, the, is that the, the starting point for, for lifestyle design or do you sort of work with people on, on actually designing their lifestyle without going into that, that level of detail? You know, I love the level of detail. So personally in my work, that's what I do offer. And mm. I feel that that level of exploration is such an agent of change and transformation. And 
if I didn't go to that deeper space, I might not always be serving the client in the capacity that I knew was actually really beneficial for them. But that's not to say that some of the other aspects of, you know, what I used to do and just meal planning or designing what people eat and how to really, you know, prepare nutritious meals for themselves isn't valuable. But I've learned that when we deeper dive into the mechanics of our mind and ourselves, we can get faster results, bigger results, and more joy, peace, mm. and prosperity in our lives. I suppose what, what I'm what I'm trying to get to is what what is the concept behind lifestyle design coaching? Like, what is what is it that you know? If I'm sitting here listening to this conversation, what should I assume that I'll get out of having a, a consultation with a, a lifestyle design coach? Yeah, well, you would absolutely get to the source of your own self-doubt. You would absolutely start to begin to look at why you're limiting yourself in your current life. What is holding you back from making your heartfelt dreams and desires come to life? And so in lifestyle design, you're really taking back your power and reclaiming your life by looking into your experiences that have shaped your doubt or limitation or lack of belief that you can live a life that you love, that you don't have to be stuck in the hard, you don't have to be stuck in the overwhelm. Life isn't meant to be arduous all the time. Many people live that way. If you were to survey how many people are unhappy in the world, you get a big percentage, like probably 80 or 90%. And so that doesn't have to be the way life is for you. Hmm. There's so much room for more enjoyment and more possibility. So this is, um, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose, you know, depending on how we structure our life and what sort of career we've chosen and working hours and all that sort of thing, I mean, that can, that can certainly... Um, tick a lot of people off and, and make a lot of people unhappy about their situation. But, I mean, is it a case that it's all, it's all bound by self-doubt and and um, uncertainty and, and lack of courage or confidence? Or is it a case that people just maybe are, are on one sort of playing field on one trajectory and uh, maybe need just a hand in, in saying, okay, well, this is something different you can do, but don't actually have any issues with doubt or, or confidence? Yeah, well, that's a that's a big conclusion because I feel that in my own sort of surveys of whom I've worked with, mm. it's somewhere in themselves, maybe it's way deep in the subconscious mind, that there is this shadow that exists within them yeah. and that there is this part that in some capacity will question an ability, a possibility, um, something that's, you know, cap that they're capable of doing. So I've really yet to meet one person that is completely so utterly just confident in themselves right off the bat without anyone having to have stood in their corner and really maybe shined a light on areas of their life, their blind spots mm. that they might not have been able to see on their own. Yeah. So when, when people, I mean, I suppose a lot of people that maybe are sort of interested in lifestyle design coaching, maybe are getting to that crossroad where they're going, you know, this really sucks. I don't really like it here and um, I just don't know what to do to, to make a change in, in the way I live my life. Um, they're the sort of people that would be reaching out to you. But I, I assume there's probably a lot of people out there that 
are just stuck in that rut and doing their thing and, and probably not liking it, but just, just accepting it. Do you find that as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's there usually what happens for an individual who's guided to me is that they get to a place where they're just kind of done with being stuck. And so they're inside of an experience where something has happened that has caused them some sort of pain or hurt mm. or really feeling of being uh, like, this isn't what life is for me. There must be more. And so I tend to really draw in the individual that's seeking transformation. And for those that are in the space where they're just not uh, ready to pull the trigger per se or take the action, that can still be valuable for them because they may need more time to be inside the experience, to learn and get to the place where they just don't want to do that anymore. And hmm. sometimes that just doesn't happen. And yeah. that's also okay. Okay. So how do you go about, um, and this is maybe where you can share some, some practical uh, um, sort of advice for people listening. How do you go about empowering people? Like what can, what can we do on an individual level to, to be empowered? Yeah. The number one thing that you can do to be empowered is to really take a step back from your everyday life mm. and just give a pause. Yeah. Most of the time people are running at a hundred miles per hour and really trying to go, go, go and do, do, do. And inside of that, we're likely probably in some sort of paradigm of probably pleasing or trying to do too much or reaching for the carrot. It's in the space of pause that we can actually deeply connect to ourselves, to the fact that we are not just physical, but also a mind in a body with a spirit. And that in itself will open up a doorway into really getting to know yourself as a whole and really listening to yourself. So there's this practice of pause and awareness that a lot of people call meditation or, you know, a practice of meditation, but yeah. really a space of being still within. And that can look like a minute. It can look like 10 minutes or two hours. It's really up to the individual, but to be able to integrate that into their life in some capacity is extremely valuable for that path of empowerment. So what does that look like for you? That's a beautiful question. Well, in my life today, I see life as a beautiful walking meditation. And really inside of that, there is this practice that I hold with myself to draw attention and awareness to not just myself, but also the environment in which I'm in. And give that moment to like looking at the beautiful green grass or the blue skies above, and then really dipping down and perhaps just admiring my hand. So wherever I can do that in my life, outside of my coaching, outside of content creation, that is a very valuable skill that I've exercised within myself over the years. And it just allows me to be in deeper appreciation of every moment. And it doesn't say, like, it doesn't mean that I don't have moments where I'm racing out and I'm sort of inside the future or back in the past. But 
in this practice, I can be more present to that and catch myself and write myself back into the moment more quickly. Mm. So meditation-wise, do you, do you practice uh, mindfulness meditation or something like yeah. regularly? So, yeah, that's, that's more traditional for many people. But really, I just am inside of a space within my own development that my meditations are just as simple as a deep breath in and out. In the past, I have done a lot of uh, TM work and mantra work. And I've worked under many teachers in um, the yogic practice and deep breath work. Um, But at this current place in my development in my life, um, I just take meditation as a form of anything that I can do to quiet and be inside myself. So that can look like cleaning home. It can look like closing my eyes, taking a few deep breaths. It can look like painting, writing. I no longer put the pressure on it to be anything sort of um, limiting or inside of a construct of myself. I give myself freedom to explore whatever it is. Okay. So definitely, yeah, finding that space um, and finding that solitude is is ideal for uh, a first stepping stone, I guess, to, to empowerment. Um, what else can we can we do or how else do you help uh, your clients potentially with, with empowerment? Yeah. So once you have that practice of really opening up to connecting to yourself, which again can look like anything that quiets your mind, gives you peace, you want to be able to then start to sort of see in your life where you may be sensitive to other people's opinions or reactions to Mm. you. You know, where you may be sort of finding yourself maybe angered or annoyed or frustrated And giving yourself kind of that kind bird's eye view of yourself and asking, well, why? Why am I feeling like this? And what is it that's causing me to have this kind of sensitivity or reaction? Because if we don't build or exercise that kind of practice and, and just that little bit of attention and asking into the why, we can get swept away. We can get totally inside of anger or being upset or enraged or sad just over something that someone said or did and that is a lot of time and energy right so Mm. the empowerment part here is really seeing that you don't have to and i emphasize have to take people's opinions and their reactions to you personally yeah and again, that having that space will allow us to to ask those questions and and to to understand how we feel and and do the research there. Exactly, Lee. It's like this beautiful process that I that I actually can see so clearly. It, it starts with the calm and peace. Then you have the awareness and the ability to kind of lean into the why inside of your own life. You're the observer to yourself, which just requires some exercising. Like I always say to people, it's when you go to the gym for the first time, you have to try out the machines and practice it. Well, when you start working with your mind and your body and the spirit, it's the same thing. It's imagine you're just going on a new machine or a new, you know, you're learning a new exercise. You want to keep continuing pumping the muscle. And that's just that awareness, that leaning into the why, you know, 
So, yeah. I love it. And so from there, the actions that people take, um, so, you know, having that self-awareness and then taking more purposeful action. I mean, how do you assist people with, you know, being more aligned, I suppose, with that authenticity? Yeah, well, inside this space, then this person may be starting to see that they have these limitations or these reactions that they don't like. And they're kind of like, well, how do I get to, you know, through this? How do I break through? How do I get to the bottom? So the next step really here is to inside of our work is to get to the source. Well, what's really causing you to respond or rather react to your experience such as Mm. anger, upset, frustration? And is this really something you want to keep holding on to? And here's this place with inside, you know, this transformational work that someone can see, well, no, it's not really helping me. So the action of really letting it go and helping a person design or create a new way of seeing themselves. I am powerful. I am worth it. I am uh, enough. And that takes a little bit of nurturing and some growing there. Um, But those are the actions that come as a result of really doing that deeper inquiry and Mm. making that commitment for transformation. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's definitely a longer term process. I mean, it's not something that you can suddenly pause and reflect and, and be more empowered. Right. You have to work on this consistently for, for years yeah. perhaps, um, and ongoing basis. So it's uh, dedicate yourself to lifetime, lifetime learning, you know, both internal mm-hmm. and externally. Yeah. But, um, and how can people reach out to you? Yeah, I love that question. I have a beautiful, beautiful community that I'm growing on Facebook. So Mm -hmm. I recommend that those who are interested in joining like-minded, curious entrepreneurs, visionaries, creatives, those who have a spiritual curiosity to come and hang out with us at Empowered Soul. There you can get really uh, free video training, seven-day challenges, uh, support from a community, it's an awesome experience and you can get a little taste of what I do. So that's where you can find me online on social media. And of course, my website, elizabethtrip.com. And if you're super ready, you can take my life design quiz and see if you're start you're you're one of those rocking and rolling designers that wants to make that's a nice. super change now. Okay. So that that's empoweredsoul.com. It's elizabethtrip.com. Okay, cool. All right, I'll stick the link in the show notes, guys, so you can check that out. Episode 933. Um, Elizabeth, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, Lee. I really appreciate you seeing the value in bringing me on today. Thank you. No, absolutely love it. Thanks, guys, for listening in too. Check it all out at thehiddenwide.com. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. Thank you for tuning in and listening to today's conversation. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've been able to take something away, something to help you create a more meaningful life, a life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Guys, if you love the content that I produce here at The Hidden Why, there are a few ways you can support me. Firstly, connect with me. You can do so in a number of different ways. You can connect with me online at thehiddenwhy.com or via social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to connect with you. If you've got any thoughts, comments, feedback, suggestions, or anything at all that you'd like to ask me, you can reach me at thehiddenwhyguy at gmail.com. 
while you're there, guys, make sure you subscribe to thehiddenwide.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can be kept up to date with all the new episodes and happenings here at The Hidden Wire. If you love what you heard in this episode, guys, or any of the others, please share the love. Share it with your family, friends, and anyone you think that might get some value. If you haven't already done so, you can also leave me a review on iTunes. Simply head over to iTunes, type in The Hidden Wire, click the ratings and reviews button, and leave me a short message plus a one to five star rating. It helps me reach more people. Once again, guys, I appreciate the time you've taken out of your day to support my show. Until next time, you know what to do. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose, and in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. This is the Hidden Why Podcast. My name is Liam Arnoldsey. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon.